0: You're listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 17, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! I'm feeling super themey today, I've got a great theme going on, but before I get started... I want to tell you about today's sponsor. Penguin Random House Audio is back, and they want to let you know that with fall ramping up, it's t- it's back to juggling busy school and work schedules with social engagements like date nights, yoga with friends, and book club. Luckily, you can listen to your next book club pick so you can stay on top of it all. What audiobook do you want to listen to for your next book club? Let Penguin Random House Audio know and be entered to win a Penguin Random House Audio prize pack, including The Stars Are Fire by Anita Shreve, Watch Me Disappear by Janelle Brown, and The Shark Club by Ann Kidd-Taylor. Visit tryaudiobooks.com slash book club for suggested listens and for a free audiobook download of The Knockoff, and let them know what book you are interested in. Again, that's tryaudiobooks.com bookclub book club, and we thank Penguin Random House Audio for sponsoring. So now, today, the big news today was the MacArthur Fellowships were announced, or the Genius Grants, as they're called, Which, uh, according to my notes, and by notes I mean Wikipedia, is a prize awarded annually by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation to typically between 20 and 30 individuals working in any field who have shown extraordinary originality and dedication to their creative pursuits and a marked capacity for self-direction. And they are also citizens or residents of the United States says that the fellowship is not a reward for past accomplishment, but rather an investment in a person's originality, insight, and potential. The current prize is $625,000 paid over five years in quarterly installments. It was increased from 500000 in 2013. Uh, it's been around since 1981. Since then, 942 people have been named MacArthur Fellows, ranging in age from 18 to 82. It has been called one of the most significant awards that is truly no strings attached. Like, truly. There, there's, like, you don't know who the, the judges are. The people don't know that they're up for this. They just get the call and it's like, hey, here's some money. You're awesome. Which is awesome. Like, tons and tons of people that you know, well, not personally probably, but, but that you've heard of, have received these over the years. Um, today, most notably, uh, Jasmine Ward, who we love and we talk about all the time. She wrote Salvage the Bones and most recently Sing Unburied Sing, which is on the National Book Award shortlist. And also... Viet Tang Nguyen, who wrote The Sympathizer, which won the Pulitzer and had a great collection of short stories that came out this February, I think, called The Refugees. So I thought I would talk about some past winners and some great books of theirs that you might be interested in. I'm going to kick it off with one of my favorite people on the planet, George Saunders. He has a collection called *Pastoralia* that I absolutely love and it's most notable because it includes the story The Sea Oak. Now, Elizabeth McCracken, who if you've listened to the podcast, you know that she's like my favorite person ever, Uh, she actually recommended that I read this short story. And it's just so incredible. Um, And now they're actually making it into a series for Amazon with Glenn Close. So if you get a chance, I highly recommend you find The Sea Oak and read it before you watch anything about the show because I feel like they give a lot away. There's a thing that happens and I found it really surprising when I read the story and I was kind of disappointed that they gave it away right there um, in the the telling of, you know, what's going to happen in the series. So um, it's called Pastorelia, and you can also find the story online somewhere. I think it was in The New Yorker first. Um, There's also Complications, A Surgeon's Notes on an Imperfect Science by Atul Gawande. Um, He's written several books. He's a a very well-known surgeon. Um, This is my favorite one. I think it was his first one because it has a part, a section that is like, more intense than any thriller I've ever read. Like, this is real life. And it involves a case where a girl came into the emergency room and they had to decide, did she or didn't she have the flesh-eating bacteria? He only had so much time to, you know, because it's hard, apparently hard to discern. So he only had so much time to decide, does she have it? You know, should we we get... Uh, she, they were considering amputating her leg to, like, stop it from going to the rest of her body, but, like, what if she didn't really have it? Like, it's so stressful. Like, I can't imagine ever being in that position, you know, either side of, of that interaction. Um, definitely, like, more stressful than any thriller I've ever read. Plus, he's just a fantastic writer. Um, there's, If you want to read some great short stories, there's a few short stories collections that I want to tell you about. Um, Deborah Eisenberg, very simply, the collected stories of Deborah Eisenberg, She's fantastic. If you like Alice Monroe or Amy Hempel or Kevin Brockmeyer, I recommend checking her out. My favorite Cormac McCarthy is Blood Meridian, which makes his book The Road, you know, the one about the apocalypse and dystopia, it makes The Road look like a bedtime story for children. Like, it's probably the bleakest, darkest book I've ever read. Absolutely love it. It's about true story or true events that um, took place on the Texas-Mexico border in the 1850s. The Judge, that's just the character's name. He's the judge. He's one of the most complicated, interesting characters, I think, in fiction, or at least in anything that I've ever read. Um, the, Octavia Butler, she received a genius grant. Um, if you haven't read Kindred, that's my favorite of hers, about a young black woman named Dana who is transported back in time to slave quarters in the antebellum South um, because she has a, a mission to, to do there um, so good. And then people usually say his name with genius in the same sentence all the time. David Foster Wallace. There's a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. Essays and arguments where he really just, he shines. Um, You can read Infinite Jest. I've read Infinite Jest. If you want to say that you've read it, you know, or that have an interesting reading experience, it's definitely worth, you know, checking out. But if you don't have that kind of time to commit, I wouldn't say it's my Favorite book that I've read. There are people who absolutely love it, um, but it's, you know, the, all the footnotes and stuff make it really interesting. So if you have a few extra, you know, days to read a book, check it out. Um, there's Ship Fever Stories by Andrea Barrett. Great collection of fiction about science and love and the love of science that take place in the 19th century and feature both historical and fictional characters. There's Colson Whitehead's debut novel, The Intuitionist. Colson Whitehead, talk about him all the time. Um, this one is about a woman who is the first black woman in the elevator inspector as a department of elevator inspectors. And they are sort of broken up into two factions. There are the intuitionists who can go into an elevator and sort of meditate and go into a trance and to, like figure out if there are any defects in the elevator and like get a sense of like what's wrong with it. And then the, there are the empiricists who do it by the book. You know, they go in and they examine things with their hands and their eyes. And there's an elevator crash, and it's very suspicious, and it's super smart and really fun. Uh, there's Farming the Bones by Edwige Dantica, who is, this is my favorite of hers, uh, about a Haitian woman in the Dominican Republic uh, who is involved. Uh, there's a terrible, horrible massacre Um, When the dictator decides to do away with Haitians in the Dominican Republic based on the Parsley Massacre. It's a true story. Um, It's just her writing is so beautiful and heartbreaking. There's Elect Mr. Robinson for a Better World by Donald Antrim. He is a darkly funny writer. And this is a darkly funny novel set in a seaside community. There's As She Climbed Across the Table by Jonathan Lethem. I know you've heard me mention this before. About a professor whose scientist girlfriend creates a black hole in her in her lab and she falls in love with it. She names it Lack and she leaves her, her boyfriend for this void in space um, and he has to fight to win her back from nothing. There's a midwife's tale, The Life of Martha Ballard, based on her diary 1785 to 1812 by Laurel Thatcher Ulrich, which is a lot to say. Nonfiction books, I'm telling you, those titles are crazy. Uh, this is based on the true diaries of a woman in the 18th century in Maine. Yay, Maine! Um, and sort of she fleshes them out in details, the the time period. Won a Pulitzer, I believe, for this. And that brings me to Dealer's Choice. And today I'm going to talk about a book by an author who I think is a genius, although I don't believe she's ever won the Genius Grant, but wow, do I love her. It is Jenny and the Jaws of Life by Ginsey Ouellette. This was written in 1987. David Sedaris calls this the funniest collection of stories that he's read. They're just hilarious, poignant, unconventional stories. Also remarkably sad, dark subject matter, but there's no one like her. She's written a couple other books since then. I think The Writing Class and Amy Falls Down. There's a lot of her real-life experiences in her stories. She's so funny, and I wish that she wrote more, but hey, you know, these things happen. Um, That's it. So, yeah, MacArthur Fellowship Genius Grant people. So many other names, if you go on the website, that you would recognize. There was one lady who got a Genius Grant for being a spider silk biologist, which sounds awesome. Um, My cat likes to eat cobwebs. I'm sure he'd really be behind that. Anyway, that is it for me today. We want to thank our sponsors, and by we, I mean me. want to thank our sponsors penguin random house audio and we will have a link to them in the show notes you can also find a list of books i mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat you can leave a rating or review on apple podcasts it helps other book lovers to find us and if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats who eat cobwebs steinbeck and malay you can catch me on twitter at miss liberty on litzy under liberty and on instagram at franzen comes alive I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.